Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you the listener. Just one. Who has bought our merch, our wonderful merch, who Dane's been working hard from home, signing stubby holders, and if you've been waiting for t-shirts, this week they're coming, so uh, we're going to have to get Dane to do some more work, so sorry about that, but uh, thanks very much, and if you want the merch, the t-shirts, the stubby holders, the hand sanitizer, or the coffee mugs, and just remember... Drink should be cold, according to Dane. Swordyandfriends.com.au. Hello, Samantha Richards, Richards, and hello, Dane. Hello. Hey. <laughs> it actually Are you okay, Dane? Me. Your thumbs must be just in torture this, oh, today. The, the, the way you pull up the next day, usually after a big day. From um, from my Twitter last night. You, you, oh, you, were, you were there for the people, weren't you? Well, your thumbs would be permanently sore. I'm surprised yours haven't fucking been eroded. He's a condition. How much you're on Twitter. He's a very conditioned Dane. <laughs> I just said to mm, Ralph, I said to Ralph off air, between you and Ralph, I don't really need to follow many other people because there's enough content for me to consume each day these days. You've really ramped it up yeah, in the last couple of days. When you're on. Yeah, well, yeah, when I'm on, I'm on. Well, I'll go off and on, but um, it was a hour old Monday night, so I thought I'd um, give the fans something. Kind. And, and, and you did deliver. And I think the headline from your uh, from the from the Twitter feed though has to be. And I think you got to start here. Tell you though, if your team is going to be shit this year, this is the year for it, because this is a season is absolutely the worst premiership ever to be won. No player, coach, AFL official, commentator will ever say that, which is understandable. But no doubt this year is an asterisk. It clearly is. Put some yeah, meat absolutely. on those bones, please, Dave. Well, what do you think? Before I get in, before I <laughs> do, do, do you think this year's more a better? The, the best premiership ever won all the hard, it might might very well be the hardest but it's no. the worst by a long way 100% no no I, I, it, it's boring content when people agree with each other but I have to totally agree with you but why is yeah. you as a great of the game why are you saying that yeah well Sam what do you think well I think it, I, I I'm a little bit on the fence only because I think that they've had to you're right it's harder to win this one so is that not does that not eventuate into being the best one? No, you don't think so? Or well, the well, quality of footy has been the shittest, well, yes, but they've had to overcome that many obstacles, so, so I feel like this is the most elusive, no? Yeah, okay. Well, that's one argument. It's wrong, but it's an argument. <laughs> um, like, like I said, it, it very well might be the hardest premiership ever to win, because like, you, of lift sizes and what plays you have to use and living arrangements, but... Um, for that exact reason is why it's the worst premiership ever won for the simple fact that everyone has an excuse about why they didn't win it. Mm. Where if you, well, everyone has an excuse. So everyone's like, oh, well, you know, fuck, we have to play this many people. We have to do this. Oh, we have to travel here. Where when every other year from day dot, it's just, there's no one ever goes, oh, well, fuck, um, we have to go to Queensland twice or we have to, Play as ship players. There's no excuses because everyone knows what the season is. So, this is my reason. Um, well, 
um, shorter quarters and shorter season, clearly. So um, we're not used to that. So you don't. So we're not um, playing the same seasons as the rest of them. So it's, it's shorter, which um, doesn't help when if you train in the preseason, you're ready for a 22 week season. You know, you train your, the best sides usually grind the season out and come out on top. So it's more of a pre-season length, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's about it's the length of a pre-season game. So there's two. Um, no finals at the MCG. No well, no final unless you're Brisbane or West Coast, which I'll get on to. Um, no finals at the MCG in front of 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then imagine playing in the grand final, not having a grand final parade, like just rolling up in front of 20,000, you know, mm-hmm. it's just absurd, mm-hmm. which then takes me to the next point, not having a mad Monday and not having like celebrating, not celebrating in a grand, not celebrating in a, in a bar or a grand final dinner with all your friends and family because they won't be allowed up there if it's a Melbourne side. Um, no um, fucking, what are they called? Where you go to the footy club next day, no, you know, you're not allowed to go to support. With, with the fans? You know, when, yeah. yeah, where yeah. Richmond had, you know, Richmond had, you know, 100,000 people down Swan Street and then, you know, go to the footy club next day, raise the cup up and also give it all to the fans, give back to the fans because they are the lifeblood of the football clubs, as we all know. So winning the flag and going back to your hotel room and celebrating with <laughs> your partner and your kids. With the mini bar? Not, <laughs> not yeah, not having, like a, not having a week-long celebration with your friends and family, just going about your business like normal. And if they're not allowed to stay up there, wherever it is, and have to get back on a flight and come back into this shit hole, if it's a Melbourne <laughs> club, and coming back to no one, like, how can you tell me that's going to be as enjoyable as winning in front of a hundred thousand people at the MCG, it's not. And I understand no player, no AFL official, no person who's got skin in the game with AFL commentary or on the tally involved in the footy because they obviously want the product to be good and they can't be seen bagging because they probably wouldn't have a job. But privately, everyone, no, well, ninety-five percent, I would say, think this is a shit year and. Um, I, I was a player and I would say, and I am saying, okay, I'd be like, yeah, it's like too hard basket. Who cares? Like playing up in Queensland in front of no one, not playing in the MCG. <laughs> so while we're putting on, giving some people some hope, giving us something to do for on the weekend, we're getting paid, keeping people in jobs. That's great. But in the end, people look back and go, fucking, this is a pre-season competition. This is a glorified pre-season competition. And like I, I know for a fact that, People think that, and it's it's just a well. When I say that, it's me. I know for a fact that I think that. So, um, and I would and I would never ask any of my friends from any of the football clubs this question because people automatically assume that I'm thinking talking about the people that they know I've got relationships with. So I never put them in that position to ask them. But um, you ask any of them away from the cameras, it is absolutely the worst season ever win it. Imagine if Brisbane win it at home. Do you reckon there won't be many people going, oh, fuck, Brisbane get a home, three home finals, win it, win, it, win it at the Gabba? Or if it goes to Perth, West Coast get three home finals, win it at the fucking whatever the stadium is called, up the stadium. There's absolutely a, a waste. It's not a waste of year because they've got people's in jobs and it's great, but um, you know, there's, there's bigger issues in um, in, in life at the moment, so people are worried, more worried about their family guys like, you know, Basha Hooley and kids, people are still, um, Shane Edwards from Mount Richmond, people who've got bigger issues in their life right now are worrying about um, their families, which is absolutely the right thing to do instead of worrying about footy. So footy's taken a backseat to the real life issues. So for people to sit up there and say that this is going to be the best grand final of one, they're, they're absolutely got rocks in their head. And, a couple of comments on Twitter were like, I was like, the only team that's going to care about winning this year's season is the team that wins it. A lot of people were like, mate, that happens fucking every year. The only team that cares about it is the team that wins it. Well, no, morons, because... <laughs> <laughs> Should we beat that out? Nice little pause before morons too. <laughs> yeah, because all all clubs care about the season because they want... Well, if Collingwood goes 0-12 to start the year, 
there's going to be 30,000 people there in the, at, at round 22, where um, here this year it doesn't matter because they're not getting crowds anyway. So teams care about fucking playing well every week in the um, in the normal AFL season because they need sponsors. They need as many people to attend their games as possible for, for revenue, um, you know, functions and all that kind of thing. And um, so every team cares about season. It is a normal season. And, you know, you could argue that, yeah, you're getting some games into kids now this year. Yeah, that's probably about the only positive thing for sides that um, for sides this year that are going shit. So like I said, it's a good year to go shit. You play some kids. And then I guess that's the other thing that you've played so many of your players who you didn't expect to play this year. Like there'll be blokes on this fucking jumping up and down thinking, how will I get in the game this year? And there'll be coaches sitting in there, Max Committee going, how the fuck are we playing him this year? Like he's no, like he's nowhere near it, but they have to play him because of the condensed schedule. So then, um, then their good players don't play, then they might get beat. So at the end of the year, they'll sit back and go, oh, you know what? It was good that we got some. We got these got we blooded these kids with games, but fuck to our basket, man. Look what happened. We trained in six. We trained ten months ago for this season. We're past that. We've got a couple of injuries when we shouldn't have. <clears throat> Worst season of all time. Uh, and I'll, so I'll ask two, one via uh, analytical sort of sports weirdo man and the other one is a Nuffy supporter. The first one, <laughs> after you said that and woke up this morning, had the, the radio on and uh, Jared Waitley's playing a clip from uh, Still Sidebottom and from um, Nathan Buckley. And it really resonated with me with what you said because what you're basically saying is there's never been a year with so much variance. Yes, Nick Natanui and uh, Andrew Gaff missed the West Coast Premiership and that made their Premiership even better because they had two of their best players out. But that happens every year. It's a matter of overcoming yeah, injuries. absolutely. When the fuck have we ever had a player saying, I have to have three weeks off because my, my kid's going to be born? And fair enough too, by the way. I'm not in the slightest. Yeah, but I'm just saying the variance is just ridiculous this year. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. So that's what I mean. Like, people are more are caring more about what's going on in the real world than yep. kicking a ball around. So, and it's absolutely the right attitude to have. They're going up there, they're getting paid, they can people in jobs. You know what? Man, I'd go up there and play Super Bowls in a minute, get some sun and um, <laughs> just get out Give of the shit I'll wear in Give it back to the busy. Yeah, get the shit I'll wear in a minute. <laughs> but, um, mate, it, it's clearly uh, the, the, the second banana on the thought process in the minute. So, that's my opinion. It's, it's only my opinion, but it's the right one. Um, and, <laughs> You know, like, like I said, people in the media and like AFL and clubs and will say, no, he's not that anyone who has a good opinion will listen to this anyway, but will be like, no, that's completely wrong. This is the hardest. You have to overcome challenges and obstacles. And that's the, that's obviously the story you got to sell to your players and your fans to keep them, keep them watching. But you ask how many supporters are off this season and the supporters are the ones that matter. They make... You know, we go around. If we went around and played in front of no one and no members, we wouldn't have a game. Supporters are the ones that care about the footy. And you are—you did a straw poll of a hundred of them. Like, how many do you reckon was? Oh, mate, this season's a fucking joke. I reckon seventy percent of them, unless lost, like I said, unless you had a chance to win it, and then that would like put you know the top four. Then that's it. The rest of them, you're like, nah, fuck it. Well, who cares? Two well, even if you're a chance to win it, that's it. That's the from a Nuffy fan. Like two of my best mates are Collingwood. They've seen two premierships, and um, they're a bit lukewarm about the season. Like they don't care about losses as much, and they're not as passionate about wins. And me, I'm 51 years old. Melbourne have been crap most of my life. I saw West Bulldogs and Richmond win their premierships in the recent years, and I thought, can't wait for that to be the demons. Hopefully, one day before I die. If it was this year in Brisbane, I kid you not, I'd go, oh fuck, that's been robbed from me. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you kind of, unless well, Collingwood win it, which the way they're going, and I hope, um, you, you kind of, I'd kind of want Brisbane to win it to let them yeah. win it up there, or if it goes to Perth, let's fucking West Coast win it, <laughs> and they, and they can have their their one year in the sun where you know they won they win it at home because if imagine, well, I don't know if we need Richmond to win it again either, but I don't know who's a good Port Adelaide maybe someone over there because someone would probably want someone in another state to win it because. If Richmond or say Melbourne or Collingwood or the Bulldogs win it and win it up there, like their family can only have three, five people, four people in their house and can celebrate. Yeah. It's just 
the Joe, and then well, they the come Sa- home. The Saints haven't won one since 1966, and uh, and yeah, yeah. They're, they're going okay. So I mean, yeah, if they did break through, I know St Kilda supporters would be dirty. <laughs> yeah, they were there. And then the players couldn't all come back and celebrate together here because you wouldn't have yeah. allowed, allowed to have that many people in there. So they'd probably all get together anyway because they would. Oh, well, I would certainly be having an underground party with if I'd won the flag. Just tell the footy club you're, comp- you're paying the fine. <laughs> and, and they probably would if you've won the flag. But um, that's what I was doing. So, so yeah, like it's just got whiskers on it for me this season and no one will be able to tell me otherwise. And um, yep. so that was my... Sam, how's the NRL sort of uh, approach compared to what we've just spoken about with AFL that you know of? I don't really know because you know what? You know how you said last week that um, Taylor's like, after the Festival of Footy, she's had enough. After the Festival of Footy, I've actually almost had enough of sport. I know that sounds really weird, but like (laughs) for someone who used to live and breathe it, I'm just like, I literally the other day plugged Kale in to watch, I think the Cats are playing. And, oh no, it was on Sunday. Yeah, the Cats played. And then there was about five minutes before the next game was starting and there was an NRL game on. And normally I'd be like, oh, fuck, quickly put that on. I looked at it and I went, oh. And I moved on with my life. I'm just like, I'm just, it's, I think it's because it's all we've got now. We're kind of over it. Whereas a couple of months ago, we were like, fuck, give us some sport. Now we've been saturated with sport. I'm just like, I can't be bothered. Moffat, Moffat. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was about, so that's my response for anyone who follows me on Twitter who thought we wanted to listen to that. Got that off out the bat. And I guess the other thing that um, people seemed to enjoy on my Twitter was um, how I used to get some extra kicks. Yeah, tell us, talk us through. Come on, I love well, this. So, um, there's more than that that meets the eye. Um, so, so that's uh, it. Yeah, so I tweeted something like, because oh, I don't obviously when I do when I tweet the game, I was like, oh, it's Monday night, and I, I actually don't. Well, as I'm sure you will, I actually don't write anything down. I think I'm going to fucking pop this out. <laughs> Someone had a shot at goal. Someone had a shot at goal and kicked it on the full. And I was like, oh, fuck, I remember that. That would be mine. And I was just coming in my head. So, um, yeah. So, like, listen, if it was 15 Australian front, like, I um, I wouldn't. Well, my dog wants to come into the room, I think. Hold on. Um, he just scratches on the door. He's, he thinks, come on. He thinks the front room's his. Um, so, yeah. So, I'd, I'd stand on the point post, obviously. And then, um, because if he kicked on the full, I'd get the kick. Now, who last what point post? Well, uh, people did um, opposition review. You know, people review the opposition, review the team. Um, I reviewed which way they were likely to kick it. So, which way I was likely to come off the boot. So, it was, a, it was quite the skill. So, if I, um, if I had a sort of in one pocket, I'd be like, oh, well, he tends to kick the ball skinny instead of fat. So, I'm going to stand on the skinny point post. Just in case, because he's mostly which is the one closest to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Skinny, so skinny side of the ground, and then um, so he's got a tendency to, you know, to get kick the ball off um, the outside of his boot, which will make it go skinny, um, or whatever it is. And then, or I could, I could um, have a look. I JC kicks a fat, you know, or, or there's a strong wind going to the left, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the fat point post and just hopefully it just swings down and goes down in the full. So. Um, yeah, mate, listen, not just a pretty face. So was, there's plenty of... How many kicks would you get a year? Just uh, roughly. Listen, yeah, are you doing that? 15 to 20, maybe? Because what I love about that, you've just, like, that. you've talked about scouting the opposition and fat and skinny, but actually, me as a shit suburban footballer, anyone could actually pick that up as a little skill at any Absolutely. level. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the pitch a few kicks. Exactly, well, Exactly. There'll be four blokes sitting at the point post uh, on the footy <laughs> next weekend. Well, I, was, I, was actually, I was actually trying to think of other ways that I used to get cheap kicks. But I, um, so all, no, I actually don't remember this. It's like, um, do you uh, – I'll just tell this is the analogy, I guess I can put it in. Do you, have you ever been driving a car and, like, you're going, you're going to your parents' house or, or you're going somewhere that you know you've been a million times and all of a sudden you sort of wake up and go, Fuck, I'm two minutes away. How the fuck did I get here? Like, <laughs> yes. You know, you just, so you've gone on like a half an hour drive or something. You just, like, you get in your car and all of a sudden you you turn left and you're in the street. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> like, I just, I'm, 
I can't remember the last 25 minutes of what happened. Do you, have you ever had that feeling? Like, how did I get here? All the time. There's actually, yeah, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll put some more meat on that. Go on. Yeah, but so that's exactly what happens with me with footy. Like, <laughs> or, when I was, or when I was playing, it'd be like, they'd show me the vision after the game or, you know, in your, like in the reviews after on Monday, so they'd be like, what do you think it is? I said, man, I actually got no idea. Like, how did you, like, how did you pick that ball? Or some usually was why I did not chase that bloke, and I knew why because I was, couldn't be fucked. And it doesn't win. You, and it doesn't win your brown lights. You got to save all your energy for um, your offense. But like you know, danger or kids will ask me or whatever it was, mate. I was a great move out of the stoppage where you just moved him, picked it up, blah blah. Span. I'll be like, I've got no idea. Like it's just like driving that car. You're like, man, I've got no idea how to do any of this shit. So I just did it. It was just on autopilot, but. I was, was trying to think of some of the um, ways I used to get cheap kicks, but I can't really remember. If they come to me, I'll, I'll write them, I'll tweet them. But um, the, the the one, the easy one was, was when you're a senior player, which is the bully, the, the young kids in it giving you the free kick. It was like holding the ball or something. Like you jump, you know, like you jump on third tackler in and then you just pick the ball up out of a young, you could tell who, who it was. It was like a young kid. It was like Pendles or it was like, an older player, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, that's yours." But if it was, um, if it was a young kid, only you know, in real first couple of games or under fifty games, where you know you could bully him into giving it to you, you just grab it. And he'd look at you like, "I can't remember a kick. It's like my first game." And I'd be like, "Sorry, son. Your turn will, <laughs> like your turn will come one day. Like you, you'll be the big ball in the yard one day, and you'll be able to fucking take your kicks." But as for now, this will be mine. So that that used. That's clearly an easy way to get a kick. Um, down in the back pocket from a kick out, that's an easy one. That's a cheap one. Um, I can't really remember the rest. Run around the back. So you've just described something where a guy called Daniel Kenneman won a Nobel Prize for mathematics about. What? System one and system two in your brain. Yeah. System one, you're not thinking it. It just happens, like driving through an uh, intersection. You go, did I just drive? Was that green or red? Did you just do it automatically? System two, you've got to think about it. So you're saying you're a system one type of guy? Well, you know what? You're not the first person that's ever said I should win a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Nobel Prize. You're not the first. And you won't be the last. Who else? I can't remember. I think Barney. I only think I should win one. Oh, that's about it. That's yeah, Sam, you've got some questions. We've got lots of questions from our, our loyal uh, listeners via Instagram, but you've got some questions you need to get to as well, don't you? Yeah, look, we'll keep it on sport to start with and something that just happened um, today, I think, depending on when you're listening to us, it is Tuesday night at the moment, I believe. Yeah. But it's Wednesday I'm actually, somewhere. I'm actually just, before you get going, I was actually just, you, this was 6.30 night or wherever it was, you interrupted my, um, I was watching the Penguins land ashore down in Phillip Island <laughs> on the live stream. <laughs> How was it, Dane? Can I did you, say can that you bet on it? Today. It's a fucking lot of them. Can a lot you bet of them. on them? Um, if I tell you what, if you could, I'll tell you where you'd be able to find a market. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but uh, they're that quite you... cute, aren't they? They are. They've very only got cute. blue feathers. Have you they've been got, down? They're the only ones, in the world with, only ones in the world with blue feathers. Did you learn that fun fact today, Dane? Well, there's a lady speaking on the live stream. Fantastic. How long have you done the Penguin Parade, Dane? Pardon? Have you done the Penguin Parade before, live? You've been there? Mate, I've been, I've been to about 10 Brownlows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been, Ralph? I've Hell been yeah. one, one Brownlow for me and two actual Penguin Phillip Island Parades. How about you? Oh. Uh, me, you know, I, I freeloaded to a few Brownlows. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the media days. And, uh, well, I think... I think I went to Penguin Parade once as a kid, and I took my kids about five, six years ago. Very, very good. That is cute, very quite cute. But anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Back to sport. What did you say, Sam? Um, oh, well, I just saw something today in Australian sport up in Townsville, and I wondered if Dane, as an elite sportsman, had ever um, almost missed a very important moment in his career. Today it was the weigh-in for Tim Zhu and Jeff Horn ahead of their fight that's happening tomorrow night and Tim Zhu took the stage after his name was called out and he weighed in at mm-hmm. 69.1 kilos, which is well under his 69.85 kilos for the welterweight. And then they said, thanks very much, Tim. Jump off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the king of Suncorp or whatever he is and the champion of 
the welterweight division, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Jeff Horn. And there was crickets. And I'm like, Jeff Horn, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And there was crickets at a live audience. And everyone's looking around for him. And the commentator goes, wake up, Jeff, where are you? No one could know. And then all of a sudden the camera zooms in on this guy scratching his head, looking very worried on the phone. And he calls out and goes, he's in the sauna. So he's obviously still trying to cut weight when he's meant to be mm. on stage. And from the back of the uh, wherever they were doing their weigh-in comes waddling over Jeff Horn with someone holding his umbrella literally after he was meant to be on stage, which is not not ideal when it's the last kind of no. appointment weigh, you have. Did he just weigh in? Like did he just, just slip in? I didn't see it. Yeah, he weighed 69.6, so he's 200 grams mm. under. Two, well, yeah, mm. well, I got the gram. job done. He just did yeah, that, that sauna sportsman session. Boxes and and kickboxes and, uh, and and jockeys who have to who have to make weight to, mm-hmm. and still beat their physical best. It's do you outrageous. Have to, isn't have it? that or, or think uh, about how, how they be, do it to, to be my physical best. I know I never sat in a sauna to lose weight. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> no, um, however, I've been late or nearly missed an important event. Um, well, the, I guess the two thousand and 12 Brownlow comes to mind, but for very, very different reasons. Were you in um, the sauna? Were you in the sauna working on your health and your professional skills? I was, I was certainly sweating, but I wasn't, um, <laughs> which, which, which I'll, I'll tell you in about a second. Um, trying to think off the top of my head if I miss any, uh, you know, I missed the odd training session, but I, I was actually pretty good with training. I hardly missed um, footy. No, I was pretty much on time with most footy, or as at time as you can be. But the one that um, springs to mind was probably 2012 Brownlow. So I'm sure I might have told this on the first season. Did I roll? Well, you're going to have to hear it again. We've had um, new so listeners since then, so enlighten yeah, me. Po- po- yeah, apologies if, you haven't, if everyone's heard this before. But um, it was 2012 Brownlow. And Hang on one beef. second. Ralph, what are you drinking? <laughs> a, a, a beer. Oh, good Lord. The pride of Victoria. Is that a VB? Are you still? I'm a boomer, don't forget. I'm, I'm old. Good Lord. A little VB. My apologies for interrupting. That caught me by surprise. No, Go ahead, right. Dane. That's right. Um, yeah, so 2012 Brownlow. Um, so we got beat. I think we got beat in a, in a prelim or a second seven. We got, we got beat well, We got beat in the final. And obviously had your man Monday and all things like that, had your big week. And no, we must got beaten in the, in the final before the Brownlow, whatever that, whatever you call that, semi final or something. Um, so we get beat, and then obviously you have the yes, carry on week of celebrations. And then, so that weekend, I was like, the weekend of the Brownlow, I was like, oh, righto, told Taylor, I was like, no, fuck it, we'll have a quiet weekend. Um, so we have a, a good and big night, Monday night. So the Storm were playing Friday night in the prelim here or in a in a second semi again because I think their season's a week longer than ours. So they were playing the Friday night. They were like a dollar ten favourites. And I went and got a couple of tickets off a couple of boys and I went with a couple of mates. And I was like, mate, they'll fucking shit in. Well, I'm just going to go. I drove. I was like, I'm going to go. Watch the boys. Come home. And, you know, if I could do fuck all the weekend, enjoy Monday. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy Monday. So, my guys, luck would have it, they get beat. So, I'm driving home. In, I'm just driving home in the car. And dead set, my phone starts blowing up. It's a couple of boys from the storm. And they're like, what are you doing? Come on, let's go. And I was like, oh, Jesus. So, I get home. I was like, oh, you wouldn't have believed it. They've been beaten. So, I'm going to go out and have a couple of beers with them. Because one of the boys was retiring. So, I was like, um, retirement drinks are hard to ignore. Um, Every player's got an excuse of why they can go out and have a beer. You just fucking find one. And this was, May's retiring to the last chance he's going to get to have a beer. So, righto. It's Friday night, go out. So, one of the boys lived literally opposite me, like eight metres away. So, it's Friday night. It gets to Monday, Arvo. And I'm Sorry, sitting hang on. I'm sitting no, no, hang here. on. What? It's Friday night and it gets to Monday, Arvo. <laughs> What do you mean? There's three days. There's all of Saturday, all of Sunday, and all of Monday in there. How do you just get to Monday? What happened? Is this one of these moments where you're driving along day and you look up and all of a sudden you're at your house? <laughs> it was. 
I mean, this podcast is I always try and run with a similar theme in this podcast. It's all the homework I do. So back to that, yes, it was just like I'm cruising trying to fuck out what's happened here. It's all of a sudden it's Monday. It's Monday. So sure a lot of our listeners know the feeling. So I'll get to the Monday Arvo. Good Lord. And I'm sitting out the backyard and all of a sudden one of the boys yells out, Code red, code red, code red. And so I storms into the house. It was about three thirty, four o'clock on Monday, Arvo. It had to be at the Brown Lola, five thirty, six. Had you found your um, way home so between five and three and Monday, uh, Friday and Monday? Had you found your way home in any of this time that was is what we've now found out is a bit of a black spot? Did you find your way home? Well, well oh, of course. I, I'm not sure. I don't think I may not have, but I may have. It's, okay, just trying to set the, the scene. Yeah. So right. Um, I wasn't in the best shape. So one of the boys, code red, code red, code red. Like I'm storming in the house. I'm sitting out the back in a plant or something like that. Um, <laughs> and she's fucking, so she starts going berserk, which she has every right to. She's been getting ready all day. I don't have a suit. I have nothing prepared. So it's about 4, 4.30. I want to go down, have a lay down. I have the room manager and go, mate, I need a suit. So he organises Sammy from Sam & Co. Um, I get up there and mate's missed out to drive me because Taylor's getting ready and I was in no state to be driving. I get up there. Daily talk like a ghost and get me suit. I'll come home, try to go to bed, wake up. We 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 got there just as um, all the cameras had packed up, so we missed like all the red, which is not a bad thing. All the red carpets, you know, all the girls obviously get free dresses and that, so they have to and free jewelry or whatever the fuck they get. So they have they want to be on the red carpet to promote it, so the, you know, ladies can get free publicity now, which is you know, what, what they do it for, which is fine. I missed all that. It's fair to say I was, in the, I was pretty much in the bad books. Um, Could I just butt in here just very quickly? 2012, you had to be there as the reigning winner. Would that be something for context here? Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Good. Yep. And 2012 is... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Is the year that we all know I missed four and a half games that year, lost, ended up losing by a vote, was best on in the game that I hurt my hamstring um, just before half time. So we all know that was just, the third brown low out of the one that I've actually won. That was the third brown low I should have won. Um, but, yeah, so I, get, so I get there and but I've never been more hell in my life. And there was one of, the, one of the other boys with me. Well, he wasn't with me that way, but his brother just played in the granny up the country or something. He was fucking rat's ass just like me. So, mate, it was oh, – I've never been any more pain in my life. It was like – and I got interviewed, mate, and I just – I looked like a dog's breakfast. It was, <laughs> mate, so that was – the closest I've ever become missing Bell and I had to be there because um I had to hand the thing over. Um Who won? Um, Joe Watson. Right, so you had it to Joe right. He, he still should have it, but that's a story <laughs> yeah. for another day. Um but if not I should have it because I missed four, <laughs> I missed four and a half games that year. Um and I was dressed on halfway through the game that I hurt my hammy and I got suspended for having a couple of UDLs on a Sunday night. Which um <laughs> is a story now now is a story on a on another day, but um, but yeah, so that's the closest I've come in. When I was, Based I dick. was so you know when you know when you, when you when you just had enough and like the whole world be like I'm like fuck off, like I'm not going anywhere. 
and I was getting I was, I was getting told pretty bluntly to get my ass up. I was like, I remember by once I put my head down, like um, like that's it, that's it for me. Like I'm very hard to get up. It was like, remember at BMC's wedding years ago, um, whenever you got married, we were up on up on up in Queensland, and we had a, a big night after the wedding, and I just got into bed, and someone had opened set the fire alarm off. And so I thought there was a fire. Everyone was evacuating. And Taylor and I got, I was like, get up. And I was so far, I was like, nah, let me burn. So I'm ready to burn. She always remembers me just yelling out, let me burn. Let me burn. I'm not getting up. So um, she, did a, she did a remarkable job to get me up, to get me to that brown load. But, so that was about the only time I was 15th away from um, from missing something. Um, I missed. I actually missed a couple of whole breakfast with a footy club which I got in trouble for but um, I'm usually railing me off I'm actually very punctual usually mm. um, if it's usually 95% of the time well that that I'm near miss half the time. that near miss comes off obviously what seems to be an epic weekend of partying considering you can't really remember it um, which leads me to my next question which was a listener question from a man named Jordan many moons ago and we keep forgetting to get to it so it's a good place to kind of insert it here and I'm just going to give you a one-word lead-in, Dane, and perhaps you can tell us what happened in Maroubra? Oh, Maloolaba. Maloolaba. What happened in Maloolaba yeah. on a footy trip, Dane? Because apparently it was equally it wasn't a as, footy trip. if not it wasn't a, more oh, epic. Just story time. I should, I should be getting paid to do this. is like a sport. It's sports <laughs> Just me telling stories. Um, Everyone Maloolaba. listening to this needs to buy a stubby holder as thanks to Dane. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Maloolaba. Well, um, Sam, I saw this, I can tell, but I, now we've got an explicit rating, Dane, wrong. so go yeah, for no, it. No, well, that, that, that doesn't fucking worry me. I just don't want to, <laughs> don't want to, I don't want to burn, I'll see if I'm going to not burn anyone, but no, no, I'll tell, I might just, not, might just not name names. I might yep. just not name names. Or give um, them pseudo, like give them, is it called pseudo names? Oh, is mate. It? No, I don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so George, um, we, won't name, we won't name names, but I think um, Freddie. The buyer had to buy um, someone a park in um, in Mullabar. I think we had to buy him a playground. I what? think is the rumor after what happened up there. So it wasn't um, a it wasn't a footy trip. It was back then. It was it was mid. You had your mid season buy. So back then they were a bit more. You had a bit more fun and freedom with them than you had now. Now that's like boys three or four days off. Go away if you want on your own. Um, come back. We're going to flog you on the Monday and be right for the weekend after. Back then, well, I remember we went to Darwin the first three or four times and it was, it, well, it pretty much was a footy trip. It was a big piss up. So um, what are you doing, Sam? I'm just, you continue. That was for us. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. All right. Um, you could have just told him, but it's not. Um, <laughs> You have to show him. I didn't want to interrupt your story time. Slips into professional mode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she forgets she's working with us. Yeah, so footy trips. Uh, so it pretty much was a footy trip. It was mid-season. We went to Dale on the first three nights, four nights. I mean, do our dues some more um, community camps, and then you get on the piss every night. Right. And it was it pretty much was a footy trip. But you'd throw in, and training was just for the fans. You'd go around, have a kick, like a circle work, up and back, and you were generally hung over. So that was generally... That was that was generally your your mid season trips back from say two thousand I started two thousand two to say two thousand seven eight that was nine that was probably probably Malulabar was the one that ended it all to be honest, um, <laughs> which is what I've so heard. we went up to we went up to Malulabar and um, I don't know why but um, the Euro Euro World World Cup was on or the Euro Championship or something in the soccer and I remember. Um, and the state of origin was on because that was when Billy Slater kicked that unbelievable try when he kicked it to himself and he mm-hmm. ran and kicked it yep. over the and so it was, that was on. So um, we're up in a restaurant playing uh, in a restaurant eating, obviously having dinner, and that was on. We watched that and obviously we went out. I think me, Jono, and a couple of others actually <laughs> snuck out the night before to a, a club around a corner, and we and like everyone was like, righto, no one's uh, staff plays, no one's allowed out. Um, Fucking blah blah blah. So we were like, "Fuck it, let's go out." <laughs> we we walked. Now I could I could have my names wrong, but I'm pretty sure we walked in and um, barmy and stuff at the bar, and they weren't allowed out either. 
I was, it was kind of like, no worries, we'll see you later. But, <laughs> you didn't say anything? Um, I didn't say anything. Well, that's why Barmy's been so successful at every club he has because people love him and the culture that he sets is amazing. But I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, but obviously he wouldn't do that now because the world's fucked and you, you can't do those kind of things. So, But this was in a time where it was a lot different. But and then, mate, that night, with the dinner night, just chaos just erupted. It was just um, like, so I went out and people started going mad. People went to the bar and it just like, someone poured a drink on someone and then it just, that just started becoming chaos. So people going up buying jugs of beer and just walking around pouring on all the boys, you know, just stupid <laughs> shit that, that it's not fun, like, it's, well, it's funny, but it's like, if you did that now, you'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. But just boys being boys, boys club, as we all know, a lot of people hate, you know, a lot of people were like, no, you know, it's these boys clubs, you know, fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? It is a fucking boys club. It's 45 boys around with each other all the time. Like, it will always be a boys club because there's 45 boys being dickheads with each other. It's just the way it is. Um, so started getting carried on. We all got either stopped being served or got booted for nothing more than just carrying on with ourselves being morons. Got back and then for some reason they ended back, up back in my room. I, I had a, was a five stay in room. So we had pretty big like service department kind of things. And Portugal were playing Spain, I'm pretty sure. So it was a massive game. And, um, mate, we had, like, heaps of people back and, uh, mate, plates were getting frisbeed out the window. People were throwing shit. Mate, it was just, it was absolute mayhem. Um, someone tried to pick the TV up and throw it out. Well, no, mate, we fucking need that. Um, we were watching the game. One of the boys had, and then, like, there was, like, just potato chips and shit just thrown everywhere. Mate, it was, it was chaos. And then, um, one of the boys, a couple of the coaches or something come up to tell us off. It was loud. And one of the boys was um, with a broom, nude, just sweeping the floor, um, just carrying on. How could a bloke speak nude amongst themselves in footy yeah. clubs? Just and awesome. He, I remember, I'll never forget, he walked in. One of the boys, one of the coaches was like, man, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, straight as a bat. He goes, man, I'm sweeping the fucking floor trying to help out. Trying to help out. What do you reckon? What do you reckon I'm doing? So, mate, Dude. these boys are running the mark. I'm here trying to sweep the floor, trying to get this party back together. Like in the mood, it's pretty funny. Um, so then, so I, so we went to bed whatever time we did. Woke up and we went to play golf and I played golf. So we were hungover, hurt, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And um, so we got, we copped a bit of a rash at the golf club, but I don't think, we left early for golf and we all had to be there. I think that was our punishment for being late or, or for being hungover and having a crack. I don't think they'd realise what... And then that, this was about what we'd already done. It was like, we... Fuck, we didn't really trash the hotel room, but it was just dirty. Like, we weren't, like, ripping fucking couches. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it wasn't real dirty, but... Um, body's going out again. But the um, the, the things, I think, that, were, that broke the camel's back... Is that the saying? That broke the camel's back? Yeah, straw that broke the camel's um, back. So the the two incidents probably was that um, <laughs> I think that, and times have passed, so I'm sure Ed won't mind, but um, <laughs> I think, mate, we're, up, we're in about a bloody, you know, 20-story building or something like that. So I think one of the boys climbed up, you know, maybe from like the fourth or the fifth store, story, like on the balcony, climbed up it, and bought one of the, and jumped, Opened the you know the balcony door and ran in and jumped on the bed and surprised tried to scare one of the boys, but the problem was one of the boys wasn't staying in that room. <laughs> it was the family, <gasps> so so oh. that didn't go down real well as you would imagine. So oh you know, my goodness! What attack. time of day was this? Pardon? What time of day was this? Were they, they weren't sleeping? No, were they? this was. This, this was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. <gasps> oh, no. Dang. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm not that fucking ballsy to climb up a four-story floor. That family and, would have nightmares. <laughs> oh, my god. And then, um, yeah. and this is all allegedly too. Just, yeah. just got to come up. This oh. may or may not be true. Allegedly. Wink, wink. This may, or may not, this may or may not be true. So we don't need anyone reporting this because I've just made up a good story oh, just yeah. for you guys. Just a furphy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, giving... Oh, that's what I'm going. And then to cap it off, um, as I think someone um, dropped a Cleveland steamer off the balcony into someone else's. Oh. 
So I think that was that was um, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Now, um, listen, these, these not stories... that it matters, but did the, did the said Cleveland possible Cleveland Staber could it possibly have landed on someone else's balcony or or a member of the yes, football it, it club? Could have. It, it could have. If okay. I was making up a story, I would say yes. It absolutely could have landed on someone else's balcony. Okay. <laughs> And and I'll tell you what, when we got one when we got back, the biggest spray. Now I don't want to say his name, but let's call him Freddie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um Who gave was, the spray? Yeah, yeah. We'll call him Freddie the buyer. <laughs> um <laughs> I just made that name up. Yeah. Mate, it was the all time spray. Fuck. It was a beauty because he tried to find it we they tried to catch the defecator. Alleged defecator. Um, yeah, allegedly. This is just a made-up story, um, obviously. And um, can we call the show? We tried to catch the defecator. I don't think we can. We and, can do um, what we want. Well, I'll tell you what. If if I had done it, I wouldn't have fucking owned up either. Um, <laughs> you know, after long. <laughs> so, Dana, I've got a real now, quick question for you before you continue. You, know, you don't. You know. Oh yeah, go. Don't name names, but do you know who the alleged defecator was? Did, well, um, when there was rumours, now we do now. Um, now this is a made-up story, obviously. Absolutely, so, yeah, of course, um, of course, yeah. But yeah, we we know we had our we had our suspicions. And um, your suspicions, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we did, we do. Um, I remember, and I tried to use the old plea in the meeting. Was like, now, right on, guys. If you own up, you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, pigs are. I'll be doing that for you. Tell you what, I want to be owning up. You get fucked. No way. How do you reckon uh, that bloke think, would ever, if it happened? Jono, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think Jono copped a clip. Jono got called fat or got, he, he copped a big clip too. Mate, it was, it was so hard not to laugh. Like, or, mate, some of the words that were coming out were, but anyone who doesn't know what defecating is, it's shitting. My fuck was funny. Um, but oh, Freddie, Freddie while, was like this? Yeah, well, it wasn't. Yeah. If I had been me, I would, there would have been no fucking laughter at all. I've been the most scared I've ever been. Yeah. I've been on the receiving end of some big fucking sprays at my time at the footy club. But, um, yeah, so I think they had to buy him a playground, I think, to make peace. And what I think, and I don't think they've been back. So I think that was what happened at Malulaba. Um If I was to write a story and make one up. Wow. That was what, uh, yeah, so. Well, I'm glad we finally got to oh, that story because it was a, it's awesome. quite a good one. It was a bit of fun. I mate, mean, mate, made mate, up. Times but... have changed. Like, times have changed. That was, mate, could you imagine if that happened now? Oh like, what God. would happen? Like, lucky, oh I made that, lucky I made that story up 13 years ago. Correct. Um, but, um, mate, if that happened now, mate, oof, like the whole, mate, the whole playing group would be sacked. But, um. Time to change. Time to change, man. All right. We've got lots of interesting stories to finish with. From Billy Sexton. Dane, I'm looking for a tractor driver on my farm near Bort. Can you help me out? A tractor driver near where? Bort? Yeah. T. I think it's Wimmera away. Not um, far enough out of Melbourne for you. Oh, as you know, Ralph, I'm, how, can I am allowed to go there? Uh, you probably need to isolate for a while, for two weeks. Uh, well, nothing's for nothing, but, mate, yeah. I'm available. Yeah, fair enough. Um, from Youngie, what are some of the reasons for some of the fines that goes towards the footy trip fund? Uh, well, not much, Youngie, Youngie, not much different to every other footy club. Like, I suppose you probably don't get your photos in the Herald Sun, but, um, <laughs> yeah, just just exactly the same. Stupid shit, you get your photo in the Herald Sun or in any paper, obviously, media. Um, topless poses on Instagram. Mm, that's um, a good one. What would these be worth? So, you know, what, what what's that worth? What's the fine for that? Uh, well, it depends on the amount of tight asses you've got in your group. Yep. Generally, a lot of people are. Uh, but I don't know. Obviously, I've been in the game a long time, but fines um, uh, we may, we generally use for Mad Mondays and footy trips. Now, now they don't. I'm not sure they have Mad Mondays and footy. They have long lunches on Wednesdays and that. And fuck, I left the game. But uh, so, I don't know, so I don't know if they do um, find fines anymore. But yeah, but just for all stupid. If you say something stupid, um, you generally have a fine master who will get up and and he you got his apprentice and he sort of snips around for stories and then the fine master is usually the 
a funny, like obviously a good storyteller, a funny, a funny, humorous person who can get up and make the boys laugh and tell a good story. And you know, some listen. The truth doesn't need the truth doesn't get in the way of a good find either. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, if you if your partner posts lovey stuff about you, you know, just all anything, any pretty much any excuse to get a five or ten dollar clip and for repair defenders might go to fifty. You know, and then it might be a hundred or shave your head or shit like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So finds a good way. Now I'd say get on OnlyFans. That was the only way, or, or fans only. Um, that's a good way of making money these days. I had an article I wanted to read about um, maybe why some of the players in the hubs aren't going real well, but um, maybe next and year. why the Phoenix Suns why the Phoenix Suns went undefeated in the hub. Should I ask? I don't. Well, you can if you want. I mean, no, I'm just reading an article. Well, it's on my phone, but um, they went they went undefeated in the hub. Yes. And, well, I don't, now I don't know how what team are ours like at Phoenix or how um, how close they are as a group, but um, there was an Insta famous lady or something went on a podcast the other day on Adam 22's podcast, and she was um, bragging about how she was at a party in Vegas. And she blew seven of the suns at once. Oh my! Now, now she must have That's the widest. That's a good effort. Ma- There's only five on the roster. She must have the widest mouth of all time. <laughs> from um, from No, it's not five on the roster. There's there's a twelve on the roster. No, sorry, on the on the field at once, on the on the court at once. Five yeah. missed out. Now, now she's she was a Mormon apparently. Now she was disowned by her parents, and then she went onto this thing. I'd never heard of it, this thing called fans only or only fan, mm. right? Um, which is, I guess, Sam, do you know it? Yeah, I know of it, but I don't have it. If that's what yeah, you're asking. Yeah, well, so it's the equivalent of, um, like, I guess it's you, you pay like ten bucks a month to subscribe to a to someone, and they just give send nude photo, like put no nude naked photos on their posts or sex acts or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't think it's all, it's not always the, sexual, but. As in, you don't have to. You can just put content okay, on there just, that you have to. It's kind of like being behind a paywall, like. Um, what do okay. You, yeah, but so we, a lot of people make so, their money so with. Nudes. We could do. So this this lady, this woman who blew seven of the suns, you know, <laughs> which loves it, to count the diameter of her mouth, but um, <laughs> she she made like a hundred grand in three days after it. Yeah. But that's incredible. Now, what I'm going to do is, to Ralph, do you reckon? We could get you to do an OnlyFans. If you charge ten bucks a month <laughs> to get the strides off, oh. do you reckon we could get you a thousand? Do you reckon we could get you a thousand? That's ten grand a month. Would you do it? <laughs> bit, of a, bit, of, bit of American pie kind of stuff, and in into an apple pie or something like that. Um, it's a great idea, Dane. Ten thousand. Pardon. It's a great idea. There's got to it be is. a market out there for it. And who are you, Ralph, to decide I mean. that it's not for the people? Let the people decide if they want it or not. Exactly. I'd love to see. I'd, I'd subscribe. Would you? I'll give you 50 bucks for the year or something like that. That's kind. <laughs> He's supporting you, Ralph. He's supporting. What a, what a guy. I, I'm, just, I, I'm nearly, near weeping with, with emotion. I appreciate I'd love that. To see, I'd love to see with an apple pie. I'm glad you're weeping bloody... with emotion and nothing else, Ralph. Uh. Yeah, from Liam. Could we get a Harry Potter series <laughs> ranking from Dane or Sam? Harry Potter, se- yeah, I could do that next week. I'm a massive fan. I, I can't. You need a Harry Potter? No. I've got a big one here. Look at this. Oh, you guys stuff. can't see it. I've got this. I've got the Order of the Phoenix signed by J.K. There. Yeah, there we go. So digress. my point was back to the, back to the Phoenix Suns is they went undefeated <laughs> in the bubble after that. So maybe now or maybe uh, I know that. The AFL clubs usually look look overseas to see what trends are going on mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how to get the how to get the best out of their performance. So now, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying maybe. Are you AFL suggesting that at, Ralph goes up to one of the hubs and? Well, his, his mouth doesn't look very that big, but um, <laughs> I was just thinking, the Suns went undefeated. Devin Booker went berserk. Apparently, he was he was numero uno. He went first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what. Now I'm just reading an article. It can be found on the internet. So um, maybe some of the struggling clubs might want to employ that kind of tactic. That's just. I'm just leaving that out there. You idea. never know. Thank you. So yeah, because like last week, often when you've said a little nugget about footy, and probably 
you know, from the start of today's podcast, they might pick up some of the things you were saying about it's not the strongest premiership to win. Surprisingly, last week, that bit about saying you would have got yourself slightly aroused and yeah. telling people to suck you off mm. rather than apologise, never got picked up anywhere. Didn't see it. So maybe this is a trend that won't get picked up in Melbourne. Well, or maybe they've just stopped you know, listening well, to us good. and they found something They, all, they can all come here to listen to it. Yeah, good point. Uh, hey, from Lockerbie. Hey, Dane, were you the first, second choice for this season of The Bachelor? Would you do The Bachelor or The Masked Singer, Dane? Oh, he's in a relationship. Well, The Masked Singer is going to send us back into fucking lock, shook, I'm doing a shook lockdown. Um, of all, of all the things to fuck us up, The Masked Singer. That's the worst you know, you fucking show going around. Um, listen, I'm not sure Taylor would be wrapped me going on The Bachelor, but like, but like you said, none of them are on there for love. So, um, no, no, I believe you said just that. Be, it, what was your quote? It'd just be a cash. It'd just be a cash grab. So I don't right. know. They'd have to pay me a fair bit. But um, like I said, my like my idea. I'd go on a bachelor for puppies, where you have to we have to find a puppy to suit you, mate. Give not given five puppies a bone would be the hardest thing of all time. Like a little treat or something like that to send them home. I'm glad you clarified what you meant by bone there, Dane. Yeah, well, yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, the people listening to this podcast are probably thinking. Um, Some people love their dogs. From uh, Zagaris. Dane, why was your mouth always open when you played footy? <laughs> so I had to breathe. <laughs> from, uh, Pretty tired. From Trav, Dane, Ralph or Sam, if you, have been, if you were a furry animal, which animal would you be? Furry animal? Yeah. Um... Oh. Uh, I would be um, a meerkat. Are they furry? Yeah, they are. A raccoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had some good feedback on Urban Dictionary last raccoon. week, Dave. Mm. I, um, well, I I'd be a, a sun bit. bear. Is that it, one that it, just lounges around everywhere? I'd be a sun bear and just lay in the sun all day. Mm. Can I do that? Speaking of Urban Dictionary, in the, in the wake of um, – I was trying to think if – I was going to do like a COVID-related Urban Dictionary list. but um, I found Save it for next week. I found a Finland face mask and I was like, um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, once I'll see if I can find some COVID-related urban dictionary ones. I'll do some homework, see if I can find something next week. Right. Uh, really yeah, how, get us kicked off here. How pertinent from A. Brian. Any chance of getting Eddie on to talk about the times he whipped you a new asshole? That could be me or you, Dane. Yeah. Um, not sure. Well, I okay. I'm sure he would come on at some stage. Yeah, to, the questioning and have to straighten up a bit, but um, <laughs> a, a tad. <laughs> well, once once we get out of this, maybe. But, um, Sam, what would you ask Eddie if you were interviewing Eddie? That's a good question. Um, can I have a job? Yeah, good mm, question. Does that yeah. count? Absolutely. For me Jared, personally, give yeah. us a fucking tip, Ralphie. Give us a fucking yeah, tip, uh, Ralphie. Honestly, stop being so selfish. I'll give you one to follow. I say every week I'll give you a horse to follow for the spring. Oh, that's Proper kind. Bill from Sydney to star. Say that one Proper more time. Bill. So there you go. Probabil. Probabil. Right. Roger that. From Sam Vernon. Get down to Tassie, Swatty. Pubs are open down here. Remember pubs? No Albion, of course. Well, mate, well, listen, I'm willing to relocate anywhere at the moment. This mm. place fucking stinks. Yeah. Um, stinks yeah, like so dogs balls. If I could go to Tassie, I'd go to Tassie. I'd go anywhere. Um, get me out of here. I need to go up to Queensland if Colin Mike Finals is an ambassador, but I don't think that's happening. Do you know how well, – you, oh, you know when – how – Every year when two teams are in it, mm. in the granny, they get a they get an ex player or something to hand them the cup. Mm. Do you reckon yep. they pick me? Mm. I'd hope so. Well, like, do, you reckon, do you reckon like West Coast would pick me <laughs> if they make it? Or Brisbane West or Coast? To yeah. get you out of it. Yeah. yeah. Start, okay. cam- well, start campaigning. Well, going to be in Brisbane. Well, I think I have to do my job for sports better, I think. Um, and, and actually, I think they're taking over the, the footy, aren't they? So, yeah. Um, so maybe they, they might use their power and get me up there. Oh, <coughs> fingers crossed, but nothing's for nothing. If, if you thing. had to get in the octagon with someone who shits you, who? That's from Mac Daddy. Um, mm. so, uh, somebody shits me. Um, is COVID-19 a, a thing? Is that a mm. person? Yeah. So some, sometimes do you ever think like you wish something had feelings and so you could hurt them, like when you're – Smash your hip on the corner of a table or something. You look at it and yes. like, fuck, I wish you had feelings for one second so I could really hurt them and send you some emotional trauma or hit you because they, the the wood doesn't feel anything back. And you, or you stub your toe on the door and you're fucking crying. You're like, I fucking hate that door. 
I want to kill it and like it's already well wood breathes, but like it's it's not living. That really annoys me. Mm. Um, the guy you tweeted at today, Ralph. Yep, Jason. I said, why would you bother with him? Like, would you bother with that loser? Like, I'm thinking popping you popping that name up in my um yeah, no. timeline. No. Okay, Jason. Um, <laughs> Uh, from James, how did Barney get his name? And do you believe in George Costanza's world colliding theory? I don't yeah, know. Uh, yes. Uh, well, well, Barney got his name. I just looked at him. I simply looked at him. And go, he looks like a Barney. There was no rhyme or reason to it. And the world colliding thing is, um, like, where everyone's got two worlds. So, Ralph, you might have your race. You got your home life, and then you might have your racing industry life or something. And then, say, if your wife all of a sudden become if I get a tipster or worked in horse racing, you'd right. have your worlds would collide and you wouldn't have space to get away and um, not be around your other life. You know I mean? So that That's is absolutely true. true, yes. Yes, absolutely. I do believe in it. Mm. From Tom, why is, my belly button lint, why is belly button lint always a dark grey colour, even when you have a white T-shirt on? There's Hello, a Sam? It's a fantastic question. I'm unsure. Perhaps they uh... – oh, no, I don't know. From Pods, who picks up guide dog shit? <laughs> who what? <laughs> who picks up guide dog shit? That's a fantastic question. Oh, That's a very sure. good question. Um, let us maybe know, the please. Dog, maybe the dog's talented enough to pick it up itself. Wow, they are clever dogs. Could because be. You had a few of these. Maybe Sorry. unless unless the person walking it steps in it or something and carries it on the bottom of their shoe. <laughs> maybe. <gasps> From Iron oh. Man Peter, we had a few of these. Why does Ralph's mic sound shit? Dane and Sam sounds perfect. Is it a short thing? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, I, I've explained to a few people because they've uh, been kind enough to message me about this. Dane and Ralph at the moment come in on one input into our deck, whereas I come in through another. So if I pull out Ralph's wheeze, I pull out Dane's fantastic content. So I have to be mindful until I can get them on a split system. You've got them. Uh, you've got them together, and therefore we have to indulge and enjoy Ralph's, Ralph's wheeze. Yeah, sorry about that. I was blindsided by Urban Dictionary last week. Um, from Max, has Swanee had any more different coloured carrots lately? Um, well, there's only one coloured carrot. It's an orange one. Um, that was a it's a beetroot beetroot carrot. Beetroot in my, carrot. But no, I haven't. From Matt, what's the first thing the players are going to do once the bubble's over? No, Will they play don't... chess? Do you reckon they'll well, play chess? Don't. No, have a guess. I don't think you have to be a Rhodes Scholar to figure out what they're going to do. It's what everyone's going to do. Mm. Um, but I, I, I suppose a couple of them said, boys from different clubs, why on earth? I said, I seriously hope you're not continuing on coming back here, unless you've got a family and stuff. But if you're a single yep. or you will fly your partner up there if you don't have kids, there's absolutely zero point in coming back here. Like you just, After the season, you like to get out, relax, have a few beers, go to the pub on a Wednesday, you know, just relax and you know, let your hair down after band, especially after band and hub. Coming back here just makes absolutely zero sense. Mm. Um, from Nikki, thoughts on free the flag? That's a smart question. Mean. Sam? Well, well, that like explain that in a nutshell. I can if you want, if you don't. Yeah, you, you can explain it and then I can give, give my opinion. So the, the Aboriginal flag was... I didn't know this, and I don't think a lot of people knew this, was actually a commercial property of of the person who designed it and then sold it. And hence, last week, the AFL couldn't actually legally show the Aboriginal flag, even though it's a Doug Nichols round, um, because they had to ridiculous. pay rights. Well, that's absolutely ridiculous. Well, why, who's, who's got it? Why wouldn't they let people use it? That's absurd. I hate to say it, but and I'm not sticking up for them, by the way, but I hate to say it, but it, it, it seems it was a case of nothing's for nothing. Yeah. That the yeah, people who licensed it said, well, we're, we're, we're going to license. Well, those people are assholes, aren't they? Really, you've got I to. Think so. I just yeah, think that a, I think that a flag is meant to represent your nation, right? Whether you're um, Australian, English, fucking from wherever you're from, Japanese. If the Aboriginal flag represents your nation, you should be able to wear it and, and embrace it, and we should celebrate it for you. Absolutely, in, absolutely. So did, in, so did an Indigenous person not design it? Is that no? No, he designed it and then he sold the rights. Oh, I think he got, to, he, he got oh, to a certain okay. age and said, that, "Well, that was his superannuation or whatever." Right. Um, but previously, he would just allow, for instance, if AFL wanted to use it for yeah. the Nichols round, the right to allow it. It's just common common sense. Like really, people people are just fucking morons. Like, surely common sense. You go, right? righto, it's the Aboriginal flag. It's 
a pretty powerful round on the weekend. Let them use the flag. It's just it's common sense in their arseholes if they when they didn't. Uh, from Ross, how many games of footy not involving your side have you watched four quarters of this year? Good question. I reckon I've, not off, I've, I've seen a couple. Everyone I'm gambling in, if, it's, if, if I'm close. So I've quite actually, a few. Yeah, I've actually seen more this year than previous years, but in the beginning. Like I said, once I got to the Festival of Footy, I'd fucking had enough of any sport to turn the TV off. Yeah. But prior to that, when it was exciting kind of, that it was back, I was like, fucking I'll put on whoever's playing. Yeah, I've kind of perfected the um, looking at it on my phone while watching the TV and tell them, like, they're not paying attention. So I've kind of, I'm starting to perfect the art of asking questions about the telly while I'm watching the footy. So I'll, look, I'll be watching the footy for three, four minutes and I've forgotten all the fucking dialogue that's going on. I'll be like, shit, what's, that's a red jumper, isn't it? Like, just because she's got the person on the telly's got a red jumper. I'll be like, fuck, that's a red jumper. She's just like, yeah. pretend you're engaged. She'll, she'll think, she'll think that I'm engaged in the show. Then I'll look back at the footy and I'll be like, Oh, it looks sunny wherever they are. I just look up and down, so I'm starting to perfect the art of um, watching two things at once. Multitasking. Well, I just got outvoted. I had to watch it on my phone last night because the block was on. So, uh, just the block started, does it? Yeah, last night. Yep. yep. Oh, no, I, I did not know that. I thought, how, are they, how are they going? Is it, Have you met Tony Cab? Are they in Melbourne? Uh, I think they're they in Brighton, but it did film most of it. it. Yeah. Yeah, they filmed most of it. I heard Scotty Cam on with, uh, with Kennedy Malloy. Have you ever met Scotty Cam, you guys? Uh, no, if I, I have, it's only been briefly. But no, I good don't fella. think so. Maybe. Good, good fella. Uh, to finish with. Oh, there you go. Well, before you finish, no, I, was, I just want to say sometimes sports um, can be crazy. Kobe's obviously um, Kobe's gone as his birthday today over there, which is um, 24th of the 8th. Um, Black Mamba Day, or, or not his birthday, but Black Mamba Day and um, 24-8, and the score was 24-8 on the 24th of the 8th. It's, um, it's pretty crazy how sports work sometimes, like the synonymous, this, the numbers that come through in sports. So that was just a little... Did you have a bet on that? Should I have? did, yeah. The Lakers oh. paint on wearing their Black Mamba jerseys on, on Black Mamba Day, man. They were going to win by a million, and they nearly did. So that was easy money. Beautiful. Sam, have you got one to finish? No, I got – Dana, I had some feedback last week that said that they didn't know the answer to my joke, so you should have let me I finish. Didn't know. Sorry, I'll keep, I'll keep my mouth shut. But it gave me stage yeah. fright. So, no, the problem is, can I just say, you guys um, – We've all had stage fright, isn't that right, Ralph? <laughs> Absolutely. Some of the jokes that have been all sent by, through are fucking hilarious, <laughs> but I can't say some of them on the podcast. Why can't you say them? Because some of them it's, are fucking you, deplorable. I mean, I love them. You, Lots of lols, but I can't say them. Well, so what I'm going to well, do... Well, Sam, you know what you do with that situation? You just give it straight to Dade. Exactly. You flick them through on the WhatsApp and I'll say them next week. I'll flick them through. Sounds good. If we're still on the air. Okay. Hey, um, I hope, because uh, it's pretty shit in Melbourne, hope uh, you enjoyed uh, this week's edition of Swanee and Friends and some of, uh, some of Dade's magnificent made-up stories. Yep. Thank you. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.